It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Reheat you on SIN 90.7. and gentlemen, welcome back to the latest breakfast show in Australia, possibly the world. It is the Sin All Day Breakfast, and we are absolutely delighted to yeah, have... let us back! To, <laughs> I was going to say to have our lovely Bonnie back in the studio. Oh, yeah. Please, no! <laughs> whoop, whoop. We're all here, we're all back in this stale room. <laughs> it is stale, but we have a lot of fresh content, so... Oh, yeah, there it is! It's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's an absolute jam-packed show. It's a show so full it had to take off its belt. We've got so much. Tell us about it, Joshy. We are going to be talking to Dr. Joanna McMillan, who is the presenter of Gut Revolution on the ABC. It's a Catalyst special. She's a clinical nutritionist. And an absolute delight. An absolute delight. <laughs> so we're so looking forward to that. She's going to tell us all about our gut, brain, and how it controls our lives. Oh, mine's always controlled my life. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to finally find out who sounds more like... Hamish? Yeah. Apparently there's some Hamish guy yeah. that's been stealing Brent's voice. This ha- Hamish Blake, I think his name is, yeah. apparently. He's Hamish been. Steve, I thought. Yeah, well, no, I've done the research. Okay. His, name's, his last name's Blake, and Blake. he's been stealing my voice. Okay. So we, we called him up, we got in touch with him, and we're going to find out who sounds the most like me today. Mm-hmm. And also talking to Australian hockey. Right, left midfielder Daniel Beal for oh. an obscure sports report. Unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's here for the Festival of Hockey. Going to get around it. Who knew hockey had a festival? All that. (laughs) Plus news, traffic and weather. All all on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. Stick around. And you should definitely stay on Sin 90.7 because this is the old day breakfast. That was the clash there with Should I Stay or Should I Go? And uh, now long awaited, we've got our full segment ready to come up. We've got the news coming up, but uh, just welcome back, Bonnie. Just glad to have you back in the studio. Thanks, guys. It is good to be back. Of course, you joined us on the line, but it's just not the same as having the gang all together. All the potty boys in one room. All the potty boys. But there is no time to adjourn. We've got such a full show. Let's kick straight into it. Good afternoon. I'm Bonnie Barkmeyer with the All Day Breakfast Bulletin. While we may think we're friendly and laid back, Melbourne and Sydney have ranked quite low on the list of the world's most welcoming cities. On top was Singapore, Stockholm and Helsinki, while Melbourne finished 68th and Sydney 55th on the holiday website Travelbird's Top 100 list. Apparently being coffee snobs, scared of gluten and having skyrocketing house prices are not very welcoming factors at all. (laughs) A Lightheart sign above the meat section in a Woolworths store in Adelaide has sparked online debate after one customer called it disrespectful. The sign read, Brainy Boy, you'll love this, What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. (laughs) No, that's that's quality humour. That's A-cut humour. The post was shared more than 1,100 times on Facebook and attracted more than 12,000 comments, which included users sharing their own jokes, such as, what do you call a cow with three legs? Lean beef. (laughs) Other users couldn't help but share just how outraged and triggered they were, but I guess that's just an utter day on social media. I've never been so proud of you. Thank you, thank you, (laughs) Brittany. To sports news now, and the winning horses in yesterday's Melbourne Cup races were raking it in, while the spectators were left with sore feet and empty pockets. 
Rekindling took the title of the main event. Uh, <laughs> with the prize money reaching a staggering $3.6 million. Whoa. Like every year, there were mixed reactions from the population of Australia about the race that stops a nation. Mm-hmm. One worker commented, I work in hospitality and Melbourne Cup Day is one of the most soul-crushing days to work. You lose all faith in humanity. <laughs> Another was heard saying, everyone just looks like a douche with their stupid hats, but we get a day off, so I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for news and sports. You're on the all-day breakfast. So whether or not you should go outside report with Josh Parrish. Hang on, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Oh, <laughs> the most relaxing drop in all of Melbourne's music scene. <laughs> Thanks, Bonnie. Uh, that was, I was going to say that... Uh, the news report is is fast actually becoming uh, a callback to Bonnie's bonbons, but that last punchline was actually yeah. really good. So um, it's time for whether or not you should bet online. Sorry, whether or not you should go outside. <laughs> and cup fever gripped the nation of Victoria yesterday <laughs> as rekindling lit a fire under veteran jockey Corey Brown. Well done. The nice. underdog success story of his owner, a literal Monopoly man claiming his sixth Melbourne Cup win, was one to warm the cockles of your heart. <laughs> the race was held in this traditionally disappointing grey November drizzle and many attendees smartly chose practical headwear that doubled as an umbrella. <laughs> Australia is number one in the world for per capita gambling losses, wasting in excess of $20 billion per year. But it's totally under control and we can stop whenever we want. (laughs) Besides, I'll have us back in the black ink this weekend once me 10-leg multi comes through, (laughs) eh? Gambling industry stakeholders are reportedly shocked, shocked that many patrons have been ignoring the perfunctory hushed warnings to gamble responsibly in their saturated advertising campaigns. (laughs) Next, they'll be telling us that no one reads the terms and conditions before clicking accept. That's it for the weather, but uh, on a more serious note, if you or someone you know is struggling with a gambling problem, you can call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858 to get some help. It's super common, way too common in this country. That is a community service announcement and a comedy script all in one. Equal parts scathing and responsible. I loved that. Absolutely brilliant, Josh. (laughs) Hey, uh, breaking. It's the all-day breakfast traffic report on Sin 90.7. Badoosh! 89% 89% of Australians have taken a sickie today in light of yesterday's Melbourne Cup celebrations. Okay, the race that stops Victoria's nation, as per John. <laughs> Stole your punchline. Although Victoria's there, nation. Yeah, although there are a few sore heads, some bone raw Achilles, no one is as sick as Australia's latest breakfast round. Oh, oh, bloody oh. out the wazoo. Oh. <laughs> uh, actual legitimate feelings of trauma last Friday, as this here traffic reporter had a massive <laughs> incident of his own. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, <laughs> so I was hooting down Dining Road on Footscray on my beloved Fixie Daisy when I went to mount the curb at speed, as you do when you're late for work. As I did, my loose chain gave way at the top of my stride, sending me careering towards the footpath. And then time froze. Here's what happened. The ground gave me a call. It was like... Hello, this is Eli speaking. Hi, Eli, this is The Ground calling. How are you going, mate? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Just late for work, though. How can I help? Oh, look, I'll be quick, said The Ground. It continued. You know how you're planning to go to work today? Yeah, I said tentatively. Well... I just want to show you something. One second, let me just hang up. Thanks, minute. Skadoosh! <laughs> Onto the footpath I, I lay. And uh, right side, right knee, right elbow, right eyebrow. And I just, uh, you know, dazed in, in a shock. I saw this red stuff kind of dripping out of my face. I was like, 
Oh no, 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 all these red hot content ideas. <laughs> the world is ready for them. <laughs> and then but by, the, by that time, this bloke whose who's store I crashed out in front of uh, noticed that these content ideas were coming to the world and took me to the nearest GP where I she gave me seven stitches and I uh, left them with stitches because they fixed up one of the faces of Australia's latest breakfast show. Stop. Look, it was pretty, it was pretty rough. It wasn't as rough as my childhood. Don't even think about what? touching me. Jeez. I'm fine. Go away. And that is traffic. Jesus. How hard did you hit your head, man? You've lost your optimism. That wasn't blood. No. Yeah, but uh, I am okay. Just to clarify for the people out there, Eli is sitting across from me at the desk today with a massive patch over his right eyebrow. Mm-hmm. For a man that damaged all of his non-left side, he's looking all right. Yes. But, yeah. That was really good. I'm going to, I'm going to play in there. That was very good. <laughs> I got no laughs. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, just too past, <laughs> I'm just too concerned. I'm just too concerned about Eli's well-being to oh, really find anything funny now. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine as the day that is outside today. Have you seen the sky? It's mm, nice and blue. Beautiful day. You dot the weather, man. Then oh, leave that to yeah, Josh. Leave that to <laughs> all good, though. Can confirm. I do want to make a serious public service announcement. Seven minutes it takes to maintain and check your bike. And it saves seven stitches. I can guarantee you that. And seven stitches is not nice. Please check your bike if you do ride one. We're just all isn't, about the public service announcement. Isn't that, today, isn't that the sentence? A stitch in time saves saves nine, but seven? <laughs> yes, pretty boy, it is. <laughs> to be confirmed. Hey, you know what we've got up next? What's that? Dr. Joanna McMillan. She's stopping oh, by the show. Beautiful. Having delightful chat. Bonnie, you're away for this, but... She, like, she taught us so many things, of which, right after this interview, after, well, after we recorded, Brent went out and did everything but what she said. Yeah. <laughs> it's important to realise I took her advice under advisement, and uh, then I said, no, uh, <laughs> it's okay. I love my chippies too much. <laughs> all right, all that after this song by Good Boy. It's called A Waste of Approximately $122 Million, <laughs> Taxpayer Funded. I wonder if you know what that's about. <laughs> All Day Breakfast! Welcome back. You're on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. It's Australia's latest breakfast show. And we are now delighted to be joined on the line by Dr. Joanna McMillan. She is the presenter of Gut Revolution on the ABC. She's a clinical nutritionist and an author. Dr. Joanna, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. This is the most civilised time for a breakfast show I've ever been on. <laughs> we we absolutely, we flat out refuse to abide by the standard breakfast rules, and that's you can quote us on that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've worked on breakfast television for a very long time, and, and I have to tell you, this time is, um, is very civilised. I feel awake. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, on that general theme, uh, I have to ask you, is there a problem with eating breakfast at three in the afternoon, in your professional opinion? <laughs> Uh, well, look, no, hey, it's, it's, um, there's no hard and fast rules about when you need to eat. And, oh, and in fact, God. you know, the whole, the whole thing of fasting is incredibly popular at the moment. So, you know, if you have breakfast at three in the afternoon and you have dinner, you've probably actually fasted until that time. So, you know what? It just might be a good thing. And it might be a good thing for your gut bugs in particular. What I'm hearing from you right there is I'm going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> We're just, uh, just looking for validation. Well, you know, there you go. The power of good nutrition. Um, so, hang on. I just need to clarify here. You're saying if I finish work at 11pm and I sleep through till about 2 and I eat a HSP for breakfast, I'll live forever. That's what you're saying to me. 
Okay, no, that's that's quite a lot of sleep. Eleven till two. Wow. I'm a going boy. You're lucky. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now there are a few buzzwords in the world of nutrition at the moment, and one of them is the gut brain and microbiome. And it's something that, you, you know, it's quite important to you because you are presenting Gut Revolution on the ABC at the moment. What yeah. are they and how do they affect us? Well, the, this is what's pretty amazing. Your gut is being called the second brain, if you like, because really it does have its own system. It doesn't have conscious thought. So it's not like our, the brain in our head. But it does have its own nervous system and it's got a whole load of stuff going on down there that you're totally unaware of that then communicates with the main, the main brain and influences our mood, it influences our appetite, influences the way that we feel and it influences our choices, even our food choices. So that's pretty spectacular when you think about it, that there's this whole world going on inside of us and it's the gut bugs that live inside the gut that are part of this process and collectively their DNA is called our microbiome. So it's like this other organ, essentially, that's made up of microorganisms that is influencing our physical and our mental health. That's not a surprise to me whatsoever. I've always known my brain did all the thinking. (laughs) And I'm not talking about the one in me top top noggin. It's my belly noggin. (laughs) How are our brains controlled by our guts? Like, aren't they, you know, traditionally known as separate entities in the medical world? Yeah, well, they were in the past, and, you know, I think over, since we discovered that some bacteria and other microorganisms make us sick, we've had this sort of very antibacterial notions. We all have antibacterial sprays and hand wash, and we wipe our children down within an inch of their lives. We're, we're sort of paranoid about germs. And actually what this research has shown is that these bugs, the ones that live and, and are the happy bugs that live inside of us, and the balance of different bugs is really, really important. They're not just living in there because they get a home. They're actually benefiting us. So it's like this commensal relationship where they benefit and we benefit. And what they do is they help us to digest and break down food. So the, the plant fibers in particular that we can't break down, mm-hmm. the bugs do it for us. And it's the byproducts of that fermentation process that get up into our bloodstream, influence the liver's production of cholesterol, influences our blood management of glucose, and they get to the brain. And that's where they influence a whole load of different signaling molecules in the brain that influence our food choices, influence our our behavior, and influence the way that we feel. So, like, what you're saying is, when I was three, dirt sandwiches have done me quite well. Exactly, absolutely. You know, we know that kids who grew up in the country, particularly if you grew up in a farm with lots of animals around you, as I did. So actually, part of the show, it didn't appear on, on um, in the final edits, but I actually measured my own microbiome too. And mm. I grew up in a farm in the country. So like you, I was playing in the dirt. You know, we, we, we had cows and I rode horses and we had dogs and rabbits and yes. cats and so on. Then your microbiome is far more diverse and varied than someone who grew up in the city, in a kind of very clean house with everything being antibacterial and no contact with dirt. So, in, in a way, you're absolutely right. Kids do need contact with dirt and it seems to be good for us. Uh, Dr. McMillan, by the sounds of it, <laughs> you and I, uh, we're going to be the last two humans on Earth with our level of health here. You'll last forever, I'll last forever. I don't think I've even showered this week, so uh, I'm so diverse. <laughs> Oh, so, there you go. There's good aspects to that. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, your upbringing and your early life, what was what was the moment that you realised clinical nutrition was going to be your pursuit, your lifelong passion? Yeah, 
you know what? My my mom was a was a well, we called them domestic science teachers back then. I'm not even sure what they're called these days. Home economics, perhaps, mm-hmm. more than my day. And um, so my mum was a very good cook. And you know what I did? I grew up in the country in Scotland. We had our own veggie patch. You know, my mum cooked every night. There wasn't really fast food. There was a fish and chip shop in the local town. That was that was about it. So I grew up eating real food. Um, and then as a teenager, I became interested in exercise. And so the two sort of things, and I was always interested in science. So for me, I guess by the time I was about 20, 21, was when I realized, actually I wanted, I was, I was a trained fitness instructor by then and decided, you know what, nutrition's a missing link here. We have to, for wellness and for health, nutrition is absolutely key. And that's where it brought the, my love of science together with something I was really, really interested in because I knew it made a difference to how I felt mm-hmm. as, as well as how I looked. So, so I guess it was around that time. And, and um, yeah, so, you know, fast forward more than a couple of decades and uh, I'm still here and still learning there's still so much more we have to learn about nutrition that's fantastic I just want to know when you were at uni obviously assignment stress it, it plagues on everyone and there's a go-to snack that you, that you have when you're trying to cope with exam stress what was your go-to exam stress snack oh goodness um I was a big coffee drinker. I do remember those all-nighters trying to get assignments done where I'd make a great big pot of coffee and drink that through the night. And I was never a big snacker. I don't know, I guess, growing up as well, you know, I I grew up with two brothers who were permanently hungry. So we did have, our snacks were really breakfast cereal. We had a whole cupboard in our kitchen was dedicated to breakfast cereal because that's how my mom kept the boys in particular full. So I would snack on little cups of measly or little cups of, cereal with fruit. There you go. I know I'm weird. No. I've always been a bit uh, of dark. I was a dark at uni. No, that's nothing. <laughs> I think, to be honest there, Eli was really just trying to plug his ramen burger that he's been trying to push for the last, like, six weeks. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I definitely know breakfast is an, is an all-day thing. Am I right? Uh, oh, there you go. Shameless <laughs> plug. I, I, agree with that. I love an all-day breakfast. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, our paths definitely diverged there. I definitely didn't get into fitness in my early 20s. Uh, so, maybe it won't be us two left at the end of the world. But, uh, coming from a generation like myself where junk food is uh, highly accessible, it's it's pretty much what I find myself eating when I finish or start the day at odd hours. What, sort of, what would you say is the last sort of nutritional hope for us youngsters who have been raised on processed foods? Well, you know what, I'm kind of hoping that, that you guys will all watch The Gut Revolution. And because this, the, the episode that, that played last week with Gary, what was fascinating to me was that, that investigating from the, the, the researchers who do this stuff at Sydney University, what they showed was what happens to your gut bugs if you eat junk food all the time. And we also know that actually, even if you eat pretty healthily, but you have junk food more than a couple of times a week, even that amount of junk food is influencing your mood and your mental health, and it's influencing the types of gut bugs that are present. So I'm kind of hoping that that might give you some inspiration to go, do you know what, if you're not going to feed yourself, you've got to feed your gut, feed your gut bugs well, because that's going to have an impact on the way you feel today, but it's also going to impact your long-term health. So I think sort of focusing on that, what's going to change me today, just might give you the inspiration to change. And there's no doubt that junk, too much junk food um, is, is really, really detrimental to your health. That's not the news I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> I, was looking for I was looking for you to say... Junk food, yes. Junk food, no. I thought you were going to say, don't worry, Brian, eat hot chips as often as you like. They're delicious. <laughs> oh, dear. I knew I would disappoint you at some point. <laughs> it wasn't always going to be positive affirmation for Brent's lifestyle, I'm afraid. So I think we've got to throw to a song here, Dr. Joanna. Uh, is there something you'd like to request? 
I am. Well, actually, I'm going to rather cheesily, but it's not a cheesy song because it's a really great song. But it was my wedding song. I got remarried again a couple of years ago. Oh. And we chose James Bay. Um, and James Bay does a version of Alicia Keys, If I Ain't Got You. And it's just, a, I love James Bay and that kind of music. So if you can dig that one out, I'd love it. All right. All right. Fantastic. I reckon we can probably keys that up. Hey! <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to play that and be right back on the All Day Breakfast Sin 90.7. Some people live. Welcome back. You're on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7 and Dr. Joanna McMillan, the clinical nutritionist and host of Gut Revolution on the ABC, is still on the line. We've just heard her song request, which was James Bay's cover of Alicia Keys's If I Ain't Got You. Yeah. That's the one. All right. I actually might do that again. Sorry. <laughs> now, <laughs> welcome back. You're on the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. That was James Bay's cover of If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys, as requested by Dr. Joanna McMillan, clinical nutritionist and presenter of ABC's Gut Revolution. She is still on the line. And, Dr. Joey, why don't you tell us about this new show? Yeah, the new show has been, oh, it was a huge part of my life um, this year. So it's actually three parts. The first two parts have gone to air on ABC's Catalyst. So it's called The Gut Revolution. And hold on, because we do have a third part to bring you that'll be a standalone um, into the new year in 2018. So I spent three months basically researching this, interviewing experts all around the world, and taking people through um, how we can influence through diet and lifestyle changes, but principally through diet, how we could change their gut bugs and hopefully change some of the symptoms these various people were experiencing. So it was a fantastic journey for me. Yeah, and the, the journey is not with... Like, you are the guider. You put, you take people through changing their entire world. <laughs> She's not a charmer. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, in the best way. And one of the one of the people that were on there was Gary who from Biggest Loser from a few seasons ago. And yeah. he's had a tumultuous run of weight gain, weight loss, weight gain, weight loss. What was it like working with him? He was, you know, Gary is an absolute sweetheart. He's a gentle giant. He's a big guy in terms of, you know, he's very, very tall as, as well as being bigger. And he, he met his fiancée, Carrie-Anne, actually on The Biggest Loser. So they were both contestants on the show. Aww. And romance flourished. So that was a really nice story. But, of course, what's happened, and this is so typical of when people lose a huge amount of weight in a very intensive way, you know, all of the weights come back on. So when I first met Gary... He was actually he was pretty despondent. His mental health wasn't in the best place. He was feeling pretty down because, of course, he feels like a failure. He's regained the weight. Carrie-Anne and he have been, uh, have been engaged for eight years, but he just won't put a date in the diary for the wedding because he doesn't feel good about himself. And he, wants, he wants to look his best, as everyone does on the wedding day. So, you know what, I was, I was a little um, nervous, I guess, about meeting him and thinking, gosh, could, could I really help him to, to start making some influence when he has twice in his life yeah. lost such a huge amount of weight and regained it. Um, but you know what, he, he's just such an inspirational story because, because he did do it. And the biggest thing for me is that Gary changed his, his mental health in an extraordinary way. You know, he was skipping along um, at the last time that I met him, being so happy about, about his progress. And I really think this time he's going to do it because he's doing it slowly and he's going to do it for good. Beautiful. Oh, great stuff. That's. Do you want to put me on the show? Uh, I could do with. <laughs> I could. I'm no. You know. I'm no. I'm no big scene here. But uh, I'm just saying I could probably do with maybe an apple every now and then. Uh, <laughs> And, you know, I, I, I know doctors are adverse to apples. You seem to, if, if I eat one, you can't come near me for 24 hours. That's the rule, or? 
Oh, I, I'm very pro-apples. I, I would love you to have an apple. It's, it's absolutely true. I heard, I heard they keep you away. You I heard they keep the doctors away. If I had one, there's like a doctor-proof shoe <laughs> for 24 hours. <laughs> Well, you know, that's what you want. You don't want to have too much contact with any, any medical doctors anyway. I'm a different kind of doctor. I'm a nutritional scientist doctor. So, so there you go. You You've got me whether you like it or not. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. All my information on doctors is based on ER and Grey's Anatomy. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Joanna, you've, we've asked you heaps of questions. We had so many fat chats. But so many fat chats. Fat chats. And what I can say <laughs> is the next question is the big question. We haven't asked this question. You know how qu- big this question is? It's so big that it doesn't return Spielberg's coals. Ooh. <laughs> how big is it, Josh? It's, it's so big uh, that uh, the nutritional information on the back of it, uh, it could provide enough calories for uh, the entire city of Melbourne. Oh, it's, it's very big, Dr. Joanna McMillan. Are you ready for the big question? I am ready. Hit uh, me with it. Dr. Joanna McMillan, clinical nutritionist, author and presenter of the ABC's Gut Revolution. What do you eat for breakfast? (laughs) That's the big question. That's the big question. It's a huge question. (laughs) Right. Well, you know what? I love breakfast and my breakfast usually is pretty huge. So um, that was quite a good good question for me. I alternate. I I do. One day I will do an oats-based breakfast, so it might be porridge in winter on usually or whole grain sort of cereal mix mm-hmm. um, in summer with berries and yogurt and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then in the alternate day, I have eggs. So I poach them, boil them, scramble them, make them into an omelette or whatever with whole grain, sourdough and some veggies. I get always get some veggies or fruit into my breakfast. So there you go. Nice. Not terribly exciting, but, you know, it's my, it's my reason for getting out of bed breakfast. So I normally have a pretty big breakfast. Sets me up for the day. Well, thank you so much for that. You're the most qualified person to have ever answered that question on this show. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure your advice will be taken on board by all of our uh, eager listeners who are in the midst of uh, me-goring-infused study marathons. Good for studies, good for your brain. If if you could, actually, I've just had a little cheeky idea. Uh, on the show, we like to call them inventions. But uh, <laughs> if uh, you'd like to go halves in this idea, but halves, I mean, I'll give you the idea, you back it with all the funding and the work. <laughs> uh, but if you could make a healthy ramen snack, that would be, I think, the best breakfast. Like, we could go halves in that market to uni students, it'd be brilliant. Oh, you might be onto something there. Okay. I can usually make a healthier version of almost anything. So, you know, I'll give that one a shot. Oh, look at this. This is this is magic in the mail. I'll get my people to talk to your people. We'll <laughs> yeah. get it sorted out. Definitely worth workshopping. <laughs> hey, Dr. Joanna, Love do you it. have any projects coming up we should know about? I do. Well, I've always got the next project on the go and always working on different things. So, yeah, do watch out for that. Do watch out for the third episode of, of the of the Gut Revolution on ABC Catalyst. You can catch up on the first two on Ivy, of course, and um, the third one will be coming to you probably February, March next year. Meantime, I'm writing my next book. I've always got projects on the go on my site. I'm always do- working on new things. And, and, of course, I pop up ad hoc on your, on your television. So, yeah, just come and join me at doctorjoanna.com.au and uh, you'll find out all my different uh, ventures and projects there. Oh, we certainly will there. That sounds great. So uh, we'll just jump on your Facebook, your Instagram. What's your Instagram handle there today? 
is just Dr. Joanna McMillan. Uh, Same thing on Facebook. Very inventive. So easy to find. <laughs> <laughs> It's been an absolute pleasure. I'll have to take a lot of these things on board. I maybe will listen back to the podcast just to make sure that I do get all this nutritional information as dark and harrowing as it sounds to change my lifestyle. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us on the line. And uh, please come back to the All Day Breakfast anytime you feel like it. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. We're putting the kettle on with the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. Just be friends, Alice Ivy, featuring MC Susu. I don't know how uh, to say that. I <laughs> have you heard that phrase? Not to like push my glasses up my nose at you, Eli, but I believe it's MC Kasu. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, good friend of Sin, Alice Ivy. Interviewed her last year. Doing big things. Name dropping like a boss. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> can do. Tell you who else? Who else's name we're gonna drop? Oh, go on. Oh, apparently there's somebody called Hamish Blake. Yeah, Hamish. look, here at the All Day Breakfast, we do pride ourselves on our unique sound. But it turns out <laughs> one of us has a vocal doppelganger. Brent. Boy, boys, girls, friends. Mm-hmm. Friends first, first most. <laughs> first. Friends Just get on with it. Friends. <laughs> Please get on with it. Friends yes, primarily. Friends. <laughs> uh, it has come to our attention. It's something uh, we had to address. We couldn't get away with saying, oh, I have my own unique voice. I've been using it my whole life. Because there's someone out there that also does radio, surprisingly, that has been using it. Mm. Us playing it cool. This is like the biggest interview we've ever had in our lives. <laughs> no, I, I look, never heard of the bloke. But no. Uh, no. He, he does sound a lot like you. It is uncanny. So we got him on to you know compare your vocal stylings. And we're going to... Work out once and for all who sounds more like Brent Watkinson, Hamish Blake or Brent Watkinson. <laughs> so what I'm going to do, we've got two grabs. One of them is is each of them. You, in the studio, we're going to play them, discuss, all right? Here is option A. Yeah, yeah, guys, you're on Sin 90.7 All Day Breakfast. This is me, the one and only, the B-Dog. It's Brent. So that's obviously Brent. All right, option B. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, how's it going, guys? You're on Sin 90.7. This is me, the one and only B-Dog. It's Brent. Oh. I don't actually know. (laughs) Brent doesn't know. It's his own voice. How am I supposed to... Who do you think? Well, I I thought the first one was Brent. Yeah, look, option B is clearly a vocal imposter. I don't see how you could ever confuse the two, Brent. I don't think you know yourself. (laughs) <laughs> I honestly don't. I listened to both of those, and I I recorded one of those grabs, <laughs> and I I listened to it both. I went, I don't remember which one was me. <laughs> All right, then. So it's not a question of who sounds more like Brent Watkinson. It's more like, are you actually Brent Watkinson? Like, mm. are you actually who you say you are? All right, like, you've got me. I've been is... wearing a mask. I'm Hamish Blake this whole time. I've got you. I just yeah. wanted to get back in touch with my community radio roots. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're not. Brent, like, what's time? Like, what's reality? You know, the, oh like, God. these are the real questions that we need to be answering. I think the biggest question of all time, I wish I had a musical cutaway for this, I was going to say, was when Hathaway said, what is love? And mm. then we just play a song, but we don't, it's not what on the list. What is love? <laughs> 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 it's not, <on> list. <laughs> not a smooth transition. <laughs> I'm just freaking out because I've got a vocal, vocal doppelganger. Exactly. Let's, let's hear him again. Hear okay. Yeah, how's it going, guys? You're on Sin 90.7. This is me, the one and only B-Dog. It's Brent. I feel like that... Yeah, how's it going, guys? You're on Sin 90.7 all day breakfast. This is me, the one and only, the B-Dog. It's Brent. I feel like that one's me. 
I don't do know. It, do it now. Say that exact same phrase. Yeah, g'day guys, it's me. You're on the old day breakfast, so you're here with the one and only the B-Dog. It's Brent. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how it was. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well, that's definitely you. Yeah, this was definitely... <laughs> I'm not so sure anymore. Nothing makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I think both of those grabs are way too smooth to really be you. <laughs> I think okay, we just okay, okay. <laughs> I was, I'd had a couple of coffees that day. I was on the bowl. I was ready. Just saying, though, you've now developed a new idea. That. I have? Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I've got some friends who think... Oh, oh, you, oh. If you are Hamish Blake... Yeah, look, I've I've thought about this, and mm-hmm. uh, we've discussed at great length on the show a few times uh, how my monetary stance isn't phenomenal. I'm by no stretch a Dave Hughes millionaire. Uh, <laughs> but I've worked out a quick way to monetize my skills, uh, being that I'm a vocal doppelganger here. Got, got the stinger here. It's another one of those impressions on Sid 90.7. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Today's in Brenton. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there listening and you're a fan of Hamish Blake or Brent Watkinson, for that fa- for that <laughs> matter, uh, and you would like Hamish Blake to call you or your friends at birthdays, Christmases, or leave your message bank recording, <laughs> I'm willing to do so for a small nominal fee. Now, I'm not allowed to say prices on this station, but if you would like to email the all-day breakfast or even just send us a Facebook message, I will reply with the cost for each individual one. <laughs> I'm not joking. I will do this. For example, uh, anyone have a friend that wants me to... Yeah? Well, you know, I was thinking let's do some scenarios. Okay, hear me out. So this is a good advertisement for it. you can't make Christmas, or I can't make Christmas, right? And I want to impress my family. Um, I'm going to get Hamish Blake to apologise on behalf of me to my family. Sure. Go. What's your mum's name? Karen. G'day, Karen. Hey, how are you? Uh, me, Ham here. Uh, me and Body are actually off doing a bit of a media retreat at the moment. Pretty big. I know it's over Christmas. I'm so sorry to offend you, uh, but I really need her there. I'm so sorry she can't come to Christmas, but we're having a great time. We promise to send you a card. Uh, once again, Karen, thanks for making such a great child. Perfect. <laughs> nice. Okay, okay. Um, I'm running late for work and I can't make my shift. My boss's name is Andy. <laughs> oh, yes. Ando, hey, how are you? <laughs> it's me, Ham here. Uh, you may recognise me from the radio. Uh, look, I've been hanging out with Josh uh, all night. We've been up talking about how great your workplace is and uh, we want to advertise it for free. Uh, but, however, he can't get in today because we're just so in-depth for the advertisement scheme. So sorry to tell you, but uh, we're going to have to lock him off for today. I hope that doesn't affect you too much. <laughs> Hey, joke's on you, mate. You've just given out your services for free. I'm going to grab that from the uh, podcast. (laughs) Which you can find on all good streaming services. Including Spotify. Spotify, Spotify, iTunes, Omni, etc. etc. Fun fact, my boss's name really is Andy. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. All right, well, you've got that forever now. (laughs) First impression I've ever been totally 100% on board with. Congratulations. (laughs) And it's another one of those. It's another one of those impressions on Sid 90.7. Yeah, you sound exactly... Hamish sounds exactly like you and stealing your steez. Well, it's mine now. Uh, There is... We did actually chat at length when we did talk to Hamish for a little bit, so there is a chance for you, ladies and gentlemen, out there to uh, listen to that whole conversation. You'll Mm. get confused. I didn't even know who was talking for most of it. (laughs) Uh, But if you do jump on the podcast, we're going to do a special release podcast this Friday. Mm, A little little new jay. It's called The Blake Stakeout, and it documents our quest to get Hamish Blake (laughs) on the show. It's all there. It's a wonderful tale and really worth tuning into. So, special bonus episode this Friday. Lots of squealing. Platinum. (laughs) 
content. Exactly. <laughs> Platinum potty boy. Oh. Exactly. Oh, nice. We just high fived. All right. You know what's coming up next? We <laughs> <laughs> chat to Australian Australian left right midfielder Daniel Beal because he's in town for the Festival of Hockey and. And before that, we have, continuing with the earlier Stranger Things theme, Luke Millions' remix of Stranger Things. It's Stick around. <laughs> it's so good. It's unreal. You're on the All Day Breakfast on Sin 90.7. <laughs> was Luke Million with the Stranger Things extended mix, the remix. Absolutely bang, absolute banger. <laughs> absolutely banging. I don't know. Yeah, all so of those things. All of them. Yeah, mum. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is time for... It's the Obscure Sports Report on the All Day Breakfast. That's right. The segment you thought was dead is back. <laughs> Except... Uh, as the previous iterations weren't as successful as I'd hoped, I've subcontracted it out to Mr. Eli over at the panelling desk, and he went to chat to his old hockey ruse mates. Yeah, kookaburras, actually. I went oh, in search sorry. of a kookaburra so I can <laughs> hopefully... So I thought they were hockey ruse. Hockey no, ruse is the women's team. surely. Oh. Women's team, but uh, they, oh, all, there you go. they uh, are all uh, at the same venue. So hockey ruse is a thing. I'm not going crazy. No, no, no. Okay, good, no. good, good, good. Kookaburras. Um, they are all at the same venue this week. Because the festival of hockey is on, and um, they're actually they're actually playing a nice floats. Yeah, a nice little tournament. <laughs> so I went and chased my dreams this morning to try and find myself inside the Kookaburras team. And by golly, golly gosh, here's what happened. Just real quick, did you not want to call it the Kookaburras nest? Yeah, the Kookaburras. Yeah, well, <laughs> I wanted to find a nest and see if I can grow some wings and score some goals. Uh, thank you. But, no worries, thank you for the puns. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I didn't get there. I did this, though. Right, so I'm down here at the State Hockey Centre hoping to see if I can find a kookaburra because I live vicariously through them. I am basically an Australian representative hockey player despite not playing a game in the past eight to ten years. Let's see if I can still make the cut. So I've managed to find someone who I think I can get into the kookaburras because I've always wanted to play for them. Please welcome to the all-day breakfast, Daniel Beale. Awesome, thanks for having me. Yeah, Billy, mate, how are you going? So first off, for everyone who doesn't know what hockey's about, talk us through, what is hockey? Hockey? Hockey's just the greatest sport going around. <laughs> well said. <laughs> um, no, yeah, field hockey, we play. Yeah. Um, Australia, currently world number two ranked, so we're doing okay. Why aren't you number one? We had a bad Olympics. Oh, I was watching that. I was in tears, but... Yeah, unfortunately, you know, that's the way sport goes. You ride the, ride the ups and the downs. We mm-hmm. went in world number one, didn't go so well uh, in our quarterfinal crossover, uh, and then just got smashed in the world rankings, but managed to hold the number two spot. So we're, we're looking to knock off Argentina, who are world number one. Wow, yeah, cool. Because, they, yeah, they took the gold that time. Anyways, we've got to get back to what is field hockey for those people who don't know. Field hockey is a sport involving 11 players against 11 players. Uh, Everyone has a stick in their hands, Mm -hmm. one ball, try and score a goal. A lot like soccer, I'd say a bit more skill involved. Yeah, because it's much more mental and physical because the amount of kilometres that you cover on a field... uh... Yeah, we do about eight to nine in a game. That's so much. (laughs) That's so much. So you did say you are number two and you do represent... Australia in the kookaburras. Are you good? I would like to think so. Yeah. 
I hope so. Otherwise, I'm here for no reason. <laughs> he's just a random bloke off the street. He's actually not even real. No, no. That's great. But anyways, you're in Melbourne for the Festival of Hockey. What is the Festival of Hockey? Uh, the Festival of Hockey is just a Four Nations tournament mm-hmm. we have here uh, every year around the November time. Yeah. Um, just an opportunity to play international games on home soil. Uh, Melbourne's always very welcoming for, for sport, yep. and so they've uh, really helped us in hosting um, a tournament which involves Australia, uh, Pakistan, um, Japan, and New Zealand. So really looking forward to that. Brilliant. Are you going to win? I hope so, yeah, we should. Yeah. We should. Um, all going well, you sport you never know, but yeah, I'd like to think we're a good chance. How are you going to win? Score more goals than them. Well, Australians love to attack, so we'll be uh, out to score as many goals as we can and then hopefully get the job done. Brilliant. So we need to go back a decade for the listeners at home because they don't know that we know how good I was at hockey. Do you mind telling everyone how good I was? Oh, of course. About 10 years ago, one of the greatest goalkeepers I've had the privilege of playing with in the one and only Eli, in charge of the most important job, keeping the ball out of our defensive goal. Yeah, well, the thing is, I was always the second goalkeeper. Do you know why? Why was that? I can't remember. The coach caught me watching the planes because we were winning too much. You were, you were scoring all the goals. Is that right? I was striker back then, so, yeah, I wouldn't put it past me. Yeah, nice. But, yeah, it's cool. So... Do you think I still have it? I haven't played hockey in eight years. Do you reckon I could still just put the pads on and then, you know, play for Australia? Well, normally the goalkeeping role goes to the least talented field player. So, Uh, yeah, there is every chance, you know, we could kitch you back up, put you in the goal, and you'd be right back where you you left off. (laughs) Oh, don't tell me that. I'm squealing. (laughs) I can't wait to do that. You You have had an illustrious hockey career. You know, in your junior days, you've captained every side... Like, talk us through your progress into the Kookaburras. Yeah, I guess the journey to the Kookaburras happens a fair few ways for a lot of people. Mine, fortunately for me, I went through every team on the way up and was lucky enough to to play and captain most representative teams I played in. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, one day just got the call uh, from from playing for Queensland, my home state, got the call to, to join the national program. Um, and yeah, haven't looked back. Unfortunately, not the captain anymore. We've got some oh. superstars in our team. Yeah, okay. they're way better than me. So I'll leave it to them and just play some hockey. Who's who, who's like? What is it like being the captain of your destiny? Oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, I'd like to think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> do, do you think? Because obviously, you grew up playing with these people. Like, well, sorry, you grew up idolising these people you now play with and call your mates. What's that like? Yeah, it was surreal when I first started, yeah. We had guys who I'd watched on the TV, no idea I was going to ever play for Australia. Yeah. Got the call and I was like, oh, so you want me to, to, like, play alongside them, pass them the ball, like, talk yeah. to them. Like, I've only seen them on the TV. Yeah. Um, and so for, like, my first two years was just getting to be actually, like, not... Fan, fanboy this my uh, my idols and actually learned to actually be a teammate so yeah that was really surreal who freaks you out every time you play with them oh at the moment we've sort of got our younger crew coming through so a lot of guys I've played juniors with are starting to come come up unfortunately not yourself you, you gave it away you should have stayed there um, but Mark Knowles is still the guy who was was around back in 
04, I think, when we won the gold, Olympic gold. Wow. I watched that on the TV. He's the last member of that team still playing. So when you see him, you're like, oh. I was like super young watching that happen and now I'm, I'm still out on the field with him. So that's definitely one. So now being a kookaburra, you're now in a position to empower and encourage little underlings like yourself who watched the 2004 gold medal match. Like, how does that feel for you to, you know, guide and nurture and be someone, someone's inspiration to chase their kookaburra dream? Yeah, absolutely. We do as much as we can to empower the next generation. I mean, that's part of being a kookaburra in our culture is yeah. I came through watching my idols and you hope that you can be the player that you saw on the TV uh, in yourself and really inspire uh, the next generation uh, and really help as much as you can. We do a few things to try and interact with the, the junior divisions wherever we go and whenever we can, yeah. um, but to really try and get that next generation through and keep sport in Australia and hockey in Australia uh, at an elite standard is really something we take pride in. Beautiful answer. Now, on the all-day breakfast, it's, it's regulatory that you answer one question. It's the biggest question in the entire universe. It's so big... It's got its own national team. Right. It's, it's so big that it's actually broken all of the records in hockey. <laughs> Daniel Beal, are you ready for the big question? I think so. Yeah. All right. Daniel Beal, left, right midfielder for the Kookaburras. What do you eat for breakfast? Breakfast is my favourite meal of the day, and it has to be toast, eggs, bacon. Toast, eggs, bacon? Yeah. Yeah, right. Is, is that it? No fruit? No, no. That's all I need. But I have to have that in my breakfast. Right. And so the low GI gets you through your day. You have eight kilometres of running all day, every day. Yeah, absolutely. Start with that. Obviously, have a few me- other meals, but most important, breakfast. Can't go wrong. So that is what an international... National Galaxy representative hockey player <laughs> eats for breakfast. Brilliant. Daniel Beale, thank you so much for joining the All Day Breakfast. And if you do, like if one of your goalkeepers happens to do a knee or something, I've still got, I've still got it. Just give us a call. First name I'm putting forward. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Sweet. Yes, so you can go down to the State Hockey Centre uh, tonight, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and watch the Australian women's and kookaburras play Pakistan, Japan, New Zealand. The men play tonight, Women, men women play tonight, and then tomorrow, and I'm just repeating myself. So, is, this a, <laughs> is this a league match, or are they just pucking around? No, they are just, hey. they're just turfing about. And turfing you can, about? <laughs> you can also catch on Fox Sports. Indeed. But up next, we have Hudson Mohawk with No One Could Ever. Hudson Mohawk the lawn there. I think it's Mohake. Moeke. Moake. Mohican? Moana. Yes. <laughs> He's the last of the Mohicans, and that was No One Could Ever by Hudson. Pronounce his Mohawk. name. Mohawk. <laughs> That's just about all we have time for on today's show, but we've got such exciting stuff coming up this mm-hmm. month. Next week. Oh, next week. Is Randy Feltface. Randy Feltface. Great, great stuff. I did a bunch of gigs with him just down in Tassie recently. He's the funniest puppet in the world. Probably the funniest <laughs> comedian. Uh, we'll put him head-to-head against Medigliano the cat and determine that in the final I want to see if they know each other. 
That, what do you reckon they're meeting at puppet conventions? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think that... Look, a big fan of puppets. Let's unpack that next week, all right? Oh, we'll okay. get that. That seems like something we shouldn't unpack mm. on air, to be honest. Uh. Weirdy weird. Well, as we, <laughs> as we mentioned before, we've got the Blake Stakeout. That's coming out later this week. That's an exclusive podcast for you out there at home uh, on Spotify, Friday, Omni or iTunes Connect. Mm-hmm. You can jump on and hear the Blake Stakeout. It's the full... Effort for getting Hamish Blake on the show, as well as uh, getting the actual full chat, which is which is a lot of fun. He's a nice guy. Also, I spent two minutes with Billy on air just before. The thing is, nine minutes of Billy is going to be on the podcast, and it's a cracker chat. Is that this podcast? This podcast, this so very one. In this... the full version, mm. you at home will be hearing podcast exclusive content and isn't that exciting however if you are listening to this on the podcast you have just heard the full nine minutes and just let us know how how good it was by leaving a review more than our parents because i keep on getting sick at looking at our parents reviews on our facebook page (laughs) it makes me cringe that was your idea yeah in fairness it was your fault and your mum only gave us four stars so (laughs) reviews on facebook and itunes it's the lifeblood of any podcast and it really helps more people discover the show and you know if we like it, we'll read it out on air. We always like talking to our loyal listeners. But remember to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash Sin on Twitter at SinBreakfast, and excitingly, now on Instagram at AllDayBreakfastSin. And uh, keep posted, because I've heard a little whisper, we're getting an All Day Breakfast Tinder, so you can swipe right onto the best radio show in town. Swipe it. The thing is, nothing, it won't leave your bed. Like, it'll it's never always there bed. when you need it. <laughs> always. Always there for breakfast. Yes, it was at al- one always. point in the day. <laughs> always cook your breakfast the, the afternoon after. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thank you for joining us. See you That's next all week. for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Bebo. And be sure to catch us here on Sin 90.7 for the all day breakfast. Until next time, stay true to yourself.